You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live.
Hello? Hey, Ellie. It's Kevin Davis. How are you? I'm so glad to talk with you this morning. I am so sorry I'm calling so late. I was sitting around just waiting for you to call at my desk, and all of a sudden I was like, maybe I'm supposed to call in. And sure enough, I look at my calendar, and I'm like, yep, there's all the information. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, No problem. I actually just shot a note going, hmm, is she good? I mean, I know it's nine-ish your time and ten-ish my time, so, yeah, never know. Yes. Something gets in the way. Uh, yes, we had to get our dynamic. Yeah, yeah. There's a discrepancy. <laughs> For sure. Well, that and uh, I had to make my girls breakfast and get um, my middle girl off to ballet boot camp this morning. So. Oh uh, my goodness. Uh, she I love learned that. Different skills each day, and uh, then she went back at night and danced again. I'm like so and so inspired, actually. Uh, by the inner oh, our that. children have. <laughs> I love that. How old is she, your middle girl? So my middle daughter is uh, 13, okay. and my oldest is 17, and my uh, youngest is 11. So oh, yeah, all three goodness. girls keep me hopping, uh, for sure. No kidding. I love that. I did um, a, literally a ballet boot camp, like, the year that I was 13 as well. I loved oh. it. I loved it. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if she's around that same age. Yeah, sure for sure. Is. Yep. She is. And she also does point uh, now as well. So that's exciting for her. And, uh, so you know, the, the nutcracker and all that. And, you know, it, it's it's so cool because the, the discipline and the the physical strength um, she's developing okay. and, and the ability to accept um, correction, you know, from her ballet instructor who – you know, it's oh, yeah. wants, wants the best for them, you know, doesn't settle for kind of, you know, the knock we have on some some of our youth today about being of the trophy generation where you just have to show up. Um, you know, she actually has right. to get better. And, she has uh, to work. Yeah. And yet, and yet, you know, coming from a Christian perspective, uh, you know, her identity is secure. You know, her identity isn't in in what she accomplishes in ballet. And anyway, if anything, it's an overflow um, of the gifts God gave her uh, and, and a passion that God put in her heart um, mm. that, that she's following. And not that that was intentional, but I feel like that's a perfect segue into Wonderfully Made um, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I do feel like when I heard your take on this track, and as you well know, you and I could do one of these for all 13 I know. Uh, <laughs> and we and we already have for Find You Here. Um, yeah. And then I felt moved by um, wanting to talk about Wonderfully Made, knowing it's, of course, from Psalm 139. Mm. Uh, but with, with your personal uh, testimony woven uh, throughout these lyrics, and, and that's my favorite part of, of one, what I'm doing uh, for this uh, Behind the Song devotional ministry is getting to tell that story. Uh, but more importantly, and I'm sure this is your intent, getting to send that out to listeners and insert themselves into this story and, and have that reassurance, that biblical reassurance uh, of their identity in Christ. So, yes, with that as a starting off point, I'd love to hear a little bit of the songwriting process and message of Wonderfully Made to you personally. Absolutely. So I... Um... I was, I've got a little, I'm the oldest of five kids and I have a little sister that came 10 years after me. She's the baby. So there's three boys in the middle and 
she's all of our favorite. Um, <laughs> she's just beloved. Um, but my sister and I, we were at the beach on a family vacation. And as often this comes up for, for girls, but for some reason, especially like spring break, you know, those times when you're going to be in front of a lot of people in a bathing suit, you know, you are just so insecure. And so we were just talking about um, how frustrating it was that you the, the comparison, all of the standards that the world says, this is what beautiful is, this is what, you know, you need to measure up to. Um, if you're a woman, this is what you're supposed to look like, that we see on TV and magazines, on Instagram, and then even comparing yourself to the people just around you who are in your life. And it was such a, um, it was such a sweet and honest conversation. And I will never forget, um, sort of towards the end of this, we start talking about um, what God says about us and how he sees us when he looks at us. And I will never forget my little sister, who's 10 years younger than me, saying this to me. She just said, you know what, Ellie? I don't know that I have time for this anymore, for this comparison game. Mm. She was like, what if I actually just took God at his word and believed mm. what he said about me was true? And I mean, it was one of those moments where um, I was like, yeah, that would change everything. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I just really believed what he said. Um, and so I just, um, I was kind of blown away by that phrase and mm. came back home after that week at, at the beach. And, um, you know, in our conversation, there's, I think, for for both my sister and I, and I think for for a lot of women, but probably for men too, um, there is so much shame, and um, and I think this idea that like I am not enough, like I'm never measuring up to this standard or um, this comparison, and I so it was I sat on it's really sweet because I'm actually over. Um, right, I'm right in the area where I sat on the floor. I was actually in our bathroom, which was the furthest way room away from our little girl at the time who was sleeping. <laughs> um, and I just sat on the bathroom floor with my guitar, um, sitting and reading Psalm 139, and um, really just thinking about my sister, thinking about myself, but also thinking about so many people who um, feel like they're not enough. And there is. Um, and I just wept my way <laughs> through singing this song as I sat in in this promise from Psalm these promises from Psalm one thirty nine mm. um, that He made us intentionally that His eyes saw us before we were ever formed that He knew exactly what we would look like and not just like what our hearts and souls would be like but like physically what we would look like and He met us just so <laughs> and so yeah, I just. Yeah. I was just like, man, Lord, please. It was a true heart's cry um, for for me to say, God, help me believe that this is true. Um, and so it was one of the sweetest nights. It's one of my favorite songs that I've ever, uh, processes of writing a song that I've ever had. It took a long time um, with it after that night of just really wanting it to um speak all the things that I forget and that my, in the conversation that my sister and I were talking about that we forget. Um, and so, and I had had this experience the next day after that conversation with my sister, 
backwards to the beach. So <clears throat> I went out on this. Um, we were at the beach. Our gut, we got a paddleboard one day, and it was sort of the end of the day. The sun was setting, and um, I went out on this paddleboard, and it the creation was so beautiful. The water was crystal clear. It was like this bright blue color. Um, the sh- the sun was shimmering over the waves of the ocean. I could see these like bright purple jellyfish below me. Um, it was just this like gorgeous day. And I just had this experience of God going, yes, all of this is beautiful. And so are you. Mm. And I said, creation was good. And I say that you are good when I made creation and when I made you. And I, it was one of these times where I just, I was singing nonsense, like a little kid on a paddleboard, like, you like me, God, and you made me good. I just was like, I mean, it was this childlike moment of, of really like, sitting in who he made me to be and, and just delighting in that and being so free. So I'm singing gibberish on a paddleboard. Um, and all of a sudden these, um, these dolphins swim by, this group of dolphins swim by. And I'm like, Oh Lord, thank you. That's so good. This is so beautiful. It's like such a cool moment. So I'm just singing praises, um, making no sense, but just so thankful to feel like I'm sitting in this truth that I am wonderfully made. Um, And all of a sudden, I hear this voice behind me. I thought I was the only one out there. All of a sudden, I hear a voice behind me. The dolphins are pretty cool, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) And so all all of a sudden, all of this, like, you know, self-conscious – and it was so great because I just turned around and sure enough, about 20 feet away, there's, um, you know, a person, another person in it, like a kayak, a sea kayak. And I was like, I just turned around and I looked at him instead of letting shame kind of shut me down and shut me up. I just looked and I was like, they are amazing. And so is God. And he says, I am too. And I just go. <laughs> so it was a really, it really did that phrase from my um, sister, what if I believed it, um, changed a lot, a lot for me. It shifted something in my spirit. And so that's where that song came from, is is just sitting in that truth. And on the days that I forget it, asking God to help me believe. Well, that was so awesome. Uh, so cool. Um, so you probably would not be surprised to learn as a dad of three daughters and being married now 24 years and a couple weeks, um, 23 years. Congrats. I got married in in 94, so yeah, this is 23 years. Um, But it's my high school sweetheart, who I've known since she was. Mm. So so for me, uh, as a believer and as a dad of three girls, that passage and so many parts of that passage, right, like just breaking Mm. it up, breaking it apart and putting it back together, uh, and I feel like so you're doing a lot of that in this in this song as well. Um, really helped I um, affirm. And, and what I love mm-hmm. is it's written by David, a man after God's own heart. Like it's just so perfect. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and my prayer is is for my girls to know that their identity is that they were made in God's image uh, and His likeness. And His Word tells us that we are in fact wonderfully made, as you say uh, in this song. And 
And what you're identifying in the song is the part that I think is important for people, uh, in my opinion, which is that you don't always remember it, that sometimes you need um, to, to uh, sing it, basically. Like, like mm. you sort of say in a number of tracks on this record and, and back mm. to some prior uh, projects as well, which is that these promises of God uh, are there for us to proclaim. Um, mm. And I love just the question you, the questions you asked throughout the song, but you know, what if I saw me the way that you see me? And what if I believed it was true? What if I traded the shame and self-hatred for a chance at believing you? And, you know, and I, I can obviously do a Bible study. I have all kinds of amazing devotional thoughts around this, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how this song has ministered to you personally um, mm. and how you'd like it to minister to others uh, as, as, as they encounter it. You know, um, this is one of those songs that every time I sing it, it turns out to be really good for me. <laughs> good to hear. It's the one, um, you know, where if I'm, I am questioning, you know, who are you to think that you could go and share God's word and, and share the good news of the gospel and stand up on a stage and sing and proclaim this word. Like, who are you? I mean, you're a mess. You, you know, I mean, just that, that accusation that happens from, from the enemy and from myself. Sometimes, you know, the accusation sounds like, who am I? I'm an idiot. I totally messed up yesterday. I was a terrible mom to my kids or I lost my, t- I was impatient or whatever. You know, you, you let that like tape of um, just self, self hatred, like play in your head. Um, and so this is a song usually that I sing. If that's happening for me, um, a lot of times this song um, can help bring me out of that, um, of that sort of the eyes down, focused on just myself. Mm. And what ends up happening it, when I sing this song is um, it lifts my eyes to not just look at me, but to look at the face of the Father. Mm. And um, and I know how I love my kids, and yeah. you know my kids can be punks. You know they can make terrible decisions someday. They, oh sure. You know it's even and even when they're in those places that are that they're being you know four and two, um, and they're you know exerting their will, they're being total humans with with brokenness and sin. Um, even in those moments, I just I love them. And so there's something about this song for me um, that helps me see the Father's face as he's looking at me. And even if I'm struggling or even if I've had, you know, a rough couple of days, um, if I can shift my eyes from myself to him, um, it it shifts something in my spirit. Um, because when he looks at me, he says, oh, you're good, and you need a rescuer, but but he also sees Jesus covering me, all of the things that I can't do. And so I just, um, I think my hope for, in my prayer for this song is that it would lift people's eyes to the Father's face and that, that something would shift in their spirit and in their life uh, because of that. Well, amen to that. I mean, that's 
what um, that's why I do these, by the way. So thank you for being such a wonderful partner uh, with me to help people um, think biblically. I mean, I think that's really what the whole point of um, being a, faith, a believer making music uh, mm. can accomplish, right? Is that you've got a, a unique worldview, um, you know, a set apart, uh, sanctified worldview mm. of, of what these words mean. And we didn't yeah. always have it, right? Like, you know, you've mentioned in previous discussions your uh, teenage testimony that we, we mm-hmm. kind of have our moments where we're not fully uh, aligned with, with biblical thinking. And, right. and, and then when that happens, you become so grateful uh, once you realize the truth of God's word. And that's what I hear in you now. <laughs> and I'm hearing you yeah. in this song, right? That there's this <laughs> spiritual understanding and awakening of uh, this is true, you know? Um, you know so I have, I have some cool translations. Uh, I'm just going to read you this one little part because I think it perfectly aligns with what you were saying. So obviously I'm going to put verse 14, which is, well, I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. We all need that. Um, mm. And this song helps assure us that that's true. But the mm. NLV, I guess it's the New Life version. Uh, okay. You know, I like all these different versions of... of I love it. Um, 13 to 18. So it encompasses that same section. And I'm not going to read all of it. But the idea is, um, you know, for you made the parts inside me. You put me together inside my mother. I will give thanks to you for the greatness of the way I was made brings fear. I like, I like that there's an mm. element in that here because I feel like, you know, fear is the beginning of, of wisdom. Holy um, mm. fear we have of, of the Lord. And then later it says, um, your eyes saw me before I was put together and all the days of my life were written in your book before any of them came to be. Your thoughts are of great worth to me, O oh God. How many there are, exclamation point. If I could number them, there would be more than the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. And I feel like because the song opens with this, you know, it's two in the morning, I'm still awake in my bed. Uh, can't shake the life. <laughs> I keep uh, reading around in my head. And, and by the way, I think we all deal with this. I find all of, you know, and I deal with it too, but I, I definitely feel like the the four women in my home mm. with me all deal with this even more than I do. Um, mm. Like, you know, on some levels I can kind of sleep somewhat soundly, uh, but mm. I feel like they, they have <laughs> worry and anxiety and fear and um, identity, you know, questions like you were describing. Um, mm. And I love that this can be the kind of song, you know, that can encourage them because as you say just like i read to you from scripture because you knit me together in my mother's womb and you say that i've never been hidden from you and you say that i'm wonderfully wonderfully made and then you say the part and in your eyes have seen me before i was born so what i love is you know i'm gonna give the scripture and then i'm gonna give your lyrics and then i'll give some thoughts on kind of what that means Mm. uh and and isn't that a great way for people to then live these words out. Because that's really the most important part, right? Like, you know, it's if you make a song important. and it's... Yeah, <laughs> and if you make a song and it's, it's you proclaiming how you feel about God and it's between you and him, that's also wonderful. But then once mm. the rest of us get to join in in that story, 
Now it becomes about believing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to get overly heavy, but I've been struggling with um, uh, the news yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lincoln Park singer uh, taking his yeah. life. And, and, and I've enjoyed his music for, you know, 17 years. Um, I'm, I'm a little emo. I think we've talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and those words, many of those words have very much reflected my heart, but I know the difference between knowing, uh, knowing my identity in Christ and not. And, and, you know, for me, my prayer as people are, are maybe struggling with that is that um, your song is the kind of prayer people need to hear uh, affirming back to them who they are in Christ. Like Mm -hmm. almost on some levels, this has even more importance when people are struggling with, with uh, thoughts of self harm. Um, Yeah. And I'm I'm not sure you thought of it from that perspective, but I feel like this song is somewhat um, an affirmation to people who are thinking of self harm. uh, Mm. Not do that. Uh, as well, and uh, that. uh, and that's I something that. I definitely want to. That's definitely something, you know, on my heart in light of um, when something like this happens, um, to lovingly, uh, caringly <laughs> reflect the heart of our mm-hmm. Father, um, mm-hmm. the way the way you're trying to do uh, about how He feels about us. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that few different ways I'll try to get there and I'll be praying for the Holy Spirit to guide me. Um, yes. But as always, you've, you've given me great, um, great starting point, which is God's word. Uh, to, to flow you, know, you know, what is so interesting and I did not have this perspective when um, I wrote the song. I, I was heavy hearted yesterday when I heard the news as well. Um, I love two things. I love the, the verse um, 16, which you just read from the NLV, but the um, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That verse specifically came up in a conversation with my sister, and she just said, I don't want to spend all my time comparing myself to everybody. I want to lean in and live the life that God intended me to live. <laughs> and I want to do the good things that he's prepared for me to do. I don't want to waste time doing this anymore. And I think that's a really sweet invitation that I don't remember the exact reference, but um, he's prepared good works in advance for you to do. And this Mm. idea that we would get to link arms with God. I can look that up and see where that comes from, but um, and send it to you. But it is this idea that it's like, hey, we get to link arms and be a part of something that is so much bigger than just ourselves. Um, so I, I think that is something that I've, a lot of friends that have been, um, I have some friends that have um, struggled and battled with the self-harm thing. Yeah. And um, this idea that God made you for a purpose, like you're here for a reason, and um, I love that. I, I think in the song, I I kind of rephrase that to you know all the good things that you made me for, um, and that feels like what we were made for is not just to know that we're loved, but to give love away, like which is pretty amazing. Um, Agreed. I just was 
I just was listening to a Tim Keller sermon on um, Genesis 1. Mm-hmm. And and he talked about how um, in the beginning, Genesis 1 is written in the form of an old Hebrew poem. So there's a lot of rhythm. There's a lot of repetition. And I've never thought about it before, but I was like, oh, sure enough, yeah. And then there was morning and, and then there was evening the second day. You know, it, it sort of like repeats almost like a song or a poem would. And he just said that he didn't think that there was any mistake that the first chapter of the Bible was written in a poetic form. Um, and because he said a lot of people say that sort of the second chapter of Genesis contradicts the first because it's not exactly the same thing. And he's like, it's just a different account. Like the first is a poem and the second is somebody's account of what happened. And I just thought that was so interesting. And so he says, he says, I think what the deal is, is God in that song he's singing, he sings creation almost. It's like the first thing we see is almost God singing creation into being. It's a poetic description of him speaking life into the world and life into us and his song says and his poem says god saw that it was good god saw that it was good god saw that it was good it's repeated all through the stanzas of the first chapter of genesis and in his image he created man and woman male and female and so I just, he was like, so we are made to sing this song, like that God is good, that the creation that he's made is good. He said, but there's something, we know that we're not good. Something's off. And he says, and then he says, when else do we see in the beginning? When else do we see that in scripture? And you flip all the way forward to John chapter one. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. And so he says, here comes Jesus in the beginning, like through creation, God spoke through the word. He spoke creation in the beginning. It was good. And then in the, and here comes Jesus, the word, God wrapped in flesh, reconciling the discordant. Like, we're like, no, we're not good. We don't measure up. And here comes Jesus covering over it. And I have never heard that connection in the beginning, in the beginning before. And, um, I just loved what that did for, for me of going, okay, yeah, we are made, we are made to to sing the praises that God is good and that He's made the earth and He's made us to be good, and we can't be without the covering of um, of Jesus. But I just, I that was kind of opened up wonderfully, made in a new way for me of just like that that we were made, we were born from the very beginning. God made this to be um, creation, to be something that we rejoice in and celebrate and praise him for. So, mm, Well, amen to that. And you know, I love Tim Keller, so that's perfect. I love, I love the connection. Um, uh, always uh, listening to him and I've read every one of his books. I'm actually back rereading a couple. Um, I love it. And, and it's just so um, encouraging to me because I, I'm finding uh, as I'm um, growing in my faith and as I uh, have older daughters, you know, who go through new things as teenagers, um, I consistently want to go back to the ultimate resource, uh, which is what does God say, and listen and read people who I respect um, help me unpack it, right? And, mm. and I find that having uh, intellectual assent 
um, of of mm-hmm. the biblical uh, concepts actually increases my faith. You know, that's where I can even more strongly say, yeah, it doesn't really matter what the enemy's trying to say or society's trying to say. Um, this is what God is saying. He's the ultimate authority. And and so for me, you know, that's what's so exciting uh, about what you just were sharing because I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, along those lines, I think another tie-in with your, with your song, um, and this is our translation I love of Romans 12 too, it's the voice translation, do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. And as a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever fi- God finds good, pleasing, and complete. And oh, I love you know, that. Like, that. That, you know, and it actually, what I love is it's almost like it's uh, uh, referencing the, the Pixar movie Inside Out. <laughs> uh, you know, almost, almost within, okay. the, within the, uh, the text. But what it really is, is, you know, um, um, he wants to transform our minds. Uh, that that's the beauty of uh, walking with God is that mind transformation, and I do absolutely feel like that obviously ties into this song because um, that's what it's about. It's about transforming your mind. And, that's right, remembering uh, the truth and letting that <laughs> affect everything you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I already have like four paragraphs uh, of closing thoughts that are like you know um, just piling on all of this biblical concepts already like, you know, outlined from our discussion. So, so I will get this up soon and I'll make sure I send it your way. And originally I was saying, could we do a back to back discussion and also talk about Red Sea Road today? Um, Although there's other tracks I also want to talk about. Um, uh, But I also feel (laughs) like sometimes God anoints certain discussions and says, stop there uh, Mm -hmm. and, and refresh and circle back. So I'm actually going to say, the Holy Spirit is telling me stop there. Um, I so love it. Okay. Uh, I'd like to circle back. And what I'd love to do, and you and I have talked about this several times, is if you have any plans, you know, as a family or whatever, to come up Philadelphia way, we'd absolutely love to host you at my church. Oh, so, my goodness. I would love figure, that figure so that much. Out. And then we can can dig in more. Um, But, you know, I know um, with young children, you know, you may not be traveling as much. uh, And Mm -hmm. obviously we want to respect, you know, what would make sense for you. But, um, you know, obviously Merge and Sam know how to reach me. Um, Okay. So if if that's something, you know, you're like, hey, I might be in that area and, you know, we could have you. We'd love to have you. So. I love that. I would love that. I would love to meet all your girls too. After um, hearing so much about them, yeah, for so sure. We, I'm so for sure, us for too. You. Yeah, and thank you so much um, for sending me the two copies of your record. So the one is, Absolutely. of course, you know, in my rotation, but the other was for the um, the older woman, Barbara. I mentioned to you. Um, from I the remember. Church. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she is so grateful. Uh, wanted me to say that to you, asked if there was a way she could pass a note. So I said, absolutely. So as soon as she gets me that note, I'll make sure I get it to you. Um, And the song from your record, she immediately came up and wanted to talk to me about was uh, Man of Sorrows. And, and I, you know, she's read my review and I'm sure she'll look forward to reading this devotional as well. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so thank you for ministering to her. She's lonely. 
Um, she, uh, we've been um, ministering to her. We helped her move. We've been cleaning her house, bringing her meals. Um, oh, my goodness. She was in a car accident and couldn't drive for a while, so we would pick her up um, uh, and take her to church and bring her home. Um, but music is this, you know, universal connection um, I've had with so many different people at my church who I might not have otherwise gotten to know, um, mm. but because they know I do this, you know, they, it just creates this uh, opportunity for conversation and right. connection. And so, so I know you know that from your perspective, um, oh, but yeah. what's cool is it overflows um, uh, into other areas like this, like I'm describing. So, so thank you for that. I think that's a blessing that I, I, I'm sure you maybe not even realize happens, and uh, it's really it's really cool. No, it's it's actually making me tear up. It's so humbling and such an honor um, just to see God work through His people too. I love I love how y'all are surrounding her and and how He's just you know the music goes out and it's got His worth in it and it accomplishes the purposes for which He sent it and it's just it's such a humbling part to get to be any part of that. So um, very, very grateful. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. And, (laughs) and yes. And thank you uh, for your music ministry. I did anoint your, your record, one of my top gourmet albums of the first half of the year for uh, Dave Trout. He's re he's about to rebrand at UTR media, but it's under the radar. Um, And you're not as under the radar as you used to be, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but, but we are still trying to make sure um, people know about great art being made um, by believers. And, and that's why my heart is we need to host you because I want you to be able to share these stories uh, and worship with us. Um, yeah, I oh, love it. And we recently expanded our sanctuary. So we, we fit about, um, I think it's 450 now, um, um, and great acoustics. It's, it's kind of like an acoustic style. Uh, set up, and we're um, we're a Calvary Chapel, um, so we're about an hour north of Philly, uh, and we're a plant of Calvary Chapel, of Philadelphia. So wonderful. Yeah. So, okay. so we'd love to have you, Andrew, and whatever we could do. You know, we'd lo- we'd just love to have you guys um, and host you. Love it. Oh, and I've got built-in babysitting with with my girls. So <laughs> you have what today? Built-in babysitting. So if that if oh, that's, that's an issue, so if you know, have somebody good. traveling with you, uh, we we have very willing helpers in that regard. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for the invitation. I will surely let you know if we're going to be in that area. Sounds great. Well, um, till we chat again, uh, all the best and God bless. And I'd like to maybe say a quick prayer in closing. Um, I would love it. Uh, dedicate this time to Him. Absolutely. Lord, we are. Uh, humbled and so grateful um, to be your uh, sons and daughters. And um, Lord, I just lift up Ellie and her family um, to you uh, for uh, your sanctification to continue to work on them um, as parents and as uh, their young children uh, that I know they want to raise to know you, Lord, that they continue Mm -hmm. to uh, not have um, the busyness of life and the business of, of being musicians uh, get in the way of their their calling um, as as parents and as husband and wife, uh, and just lift up their marriage and their family to you, Lord. Um, for for Ellie and her music ministry, Lord, um, we know your word doesn't return void. And just once again, uh, for another discussion about uh, you and your attributes, 
Uh, Lord, we can't help but be moved thinking about uh, how you feel about us. Uh, And thank you for words of people like your servant David, uh, a man after your own heart, um, that express uh, this um, amazing truth um, that this song sings about. Mm. And and Lord, we know um, that the world is trying to tear us down, uh, and we know, Lord, you're trying to build us up. And uh, Lord, we're just Mm. so grateful for that, and just pray that as people encounter this truth, um, they uh, come out of it on the other side, uh, knowing it's true, not hoping it's true, but knowing it's true, okay, uh, yeah. and feeling differently because of it. And for anybody struggling right now uh, with with Chester's taking his life and, and questioning their um, place in this world, uh, Lord, I just pray that you and your Holy Spirit provide them comfort um, and, mm-hmm. and hope uh, and that they seek you, uh, Lord, that they continue to know that the answer can't be found here. Uh, in this fallen world, but it can only be found in you. And we're grateful for that, and we pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, thank you, Ellie. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll have to keep it rolling because I know there's many more songs I need to unpack on your record, so we'll, we will get there. Uh, I love but it. Yeah, I here's, look here's number two, and we'll keep talking about it. Okay, great. Have a great awesome. day. Thank you. You too, Ellie. All right, bye-bye.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.